the tea is exceptionally good today. <laughs> Who made this? Mm -hmm. Very delicious. Why don't you spill it, bitch? Come on, let's get with it. You wanna hear it, bitch? You better get it, bitch. I'm talking nasty, juicy, messy. That hot and fire gossip make you wanna call your bestie. What's tea, bitch? When you log on to the gram, you double tap that photo, it goes down in your DM. Now what's tea, bitch? And we are back with another episode of Triple T. What up, what up? Hey, <laughs> hi, how are Saint, it sounds like you are recording um, from the library's Wi-Fi connection at the moment. <laughs> And I know that because I'm I've been so there. tired of fighting for my life. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. And if it happens again, I'm going to jump off my roof. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> because that the thing, damn. the thing is, is that the the internet, the cable company, whomever provides this service, it's like they always on time with taking their money, but they not always on time with giving you your proper bandwidth. And that that warrants a, a good uh, one star review. Um, mm -hmm. A phone call. To I'm like, if person. I lived, if I lived. I'm like, if I lived in a very condensed, you know, heavily populated city and we were all fighting for Xfinity privileges, I might be able to, you know, look the other way, but I don't. So um, I'm going to have to talk to Comcast <laughs> because this is truly unacceptable. Or I'm just going to put a dummy card on there and then see who has the last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be them because you're going to It will be them there. 100%, but, you know, <laughs> we can dream. No, but it, I think we should. Okay, I do think we have to come up with some grand scheme to get their ass some type of way. I don't think it's gonna work, <laughs> but it needs to happen. I say like I put a little bit of super glue in the keyhole at the building that they uh yeah because they just inconvenience my life. It's like I know they're gonna get in eventually, yeah. but I just want to piss y'all work day off just a little bit since y'all like fuck keep doing so it, much. so they have to keep getting locksmiths to come fix it. <laughs> now look look where your money go now look where your money go now and then our bill comes we all out. suffer look and we can <laughs> we can do it in the three cities we live in so that's three times <laughs> yeah ashy bitches <laughs> <laughs> like shit oh that's right. so ebby so, what episode of game of thrones did you watch did you endure um, rather that's um, the question <laughs> I think I am on. I'm I'm on season. I mean, I'm on season five, episode nine. Uh, this season is kind of dry, but shit still be kind of turning up. Um, hold on, let me refer to my notes. For my notes, I kind of just because it's a thousand names to remember. I just put different names. I really did like families, and then we can go from there. But in season five, right now. Uh, my boo Khaleesi is possibly well. No, I don't know if she's gonna possibly make Tyrion her advisor. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, old Dragon Face, one of the three dragons, <laughs> is gone doing living his own life because he told his mother, like, "Bitch, don't tell me what to do no more." And so he ran away from home. <laughs> Out fucking alligators and shit. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> I love that for him. Exactly. So, um, what else? The other two are sitting in a fucking dungeon, being angry as shit because they don't know um, how to keep their goddamn breath to themselves, killing the children and shit, <laughs> killing the common folks' children and shit. Exactly. God damn. Um, 
So that's what's up with Khaleesi. Let me see. Oh, then Khaleesi little assistant, I don't know her name, but her top Missande. Little... Say it again. Missande, I think. Missande. Okay. Oh, Missande is yeah. trying to drop her pussy for a real nigga for my man Grey Worm. Um <laughs> She was trying um, to when he uh when he went through that battle and was like knocked out for a couple days. I just knew she was gonna peek at his manhood. Oh, his nose. What not? Yeah, and, like yeah. lack thereof. Um, <laughs> right. Which right. total side note: the actor who plays uh Grey Worm, he makes some great music. Um, if you're not really? hip, definitely oh, check really? him out. Um, he's kind of a vibe. Really? Wow. Yeah. I was I was shocked. I I think he randomly popped up on my Apple Music years ago, and I was like. I know this ain't oh boy and sure enough it was um so you know multi-talented multi-hyphenate is he british mm, nice yeah I, I think everyone i would say 97 percent of the actors on there are that oh, makes okay. a lot of sense i feel like everybody british can uh can do all things through christ uh, i mean <laughs> i'm gonna look it up though <laughs> um so what else uh the holton's are Holden Holdens. They have the North right now with his little psychopathic son. Um that oh, captured Greyjoy. Bolton, 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 I think. Is Bolton. Yeah. Hold on. I wrote it right. Down oh, here, wait. I, see I the thing is when you see no, the I think entire when you see the entire series, I'm trying not to give you right too much. Uh, I'm uh, trying uh, to figure out what you have seen and what you haven't seen. So what's going well, on with the Boltons? They basically right now they have the North. His son just gave him the idea to attack uh Stannis in them first since they have the advantage. Um nothing's really what's going on with them? Oh, he made his son a Bolton now, so he's not a bastard anymore. Oh um, my god. Uh, then they're making oh they made him marry Sansa Stark, and so he has already tortured her uh, and made her. So a lady came to Sansa and was like, if you need help, put this candle in the tower over there or whatever. And so she saw Tyrion, um, not Tyrion, uh, uh, don't tell me, Grey Worm. Gra no, 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 don't tell me, Greyjoy. What's okay. his name? Theon. 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 Theon she saw Theon and she was like, Theon. And he was like, I'm not Theon. I'm Reek. <laughs> <laughs> a broken man. A broken, know, broken man. Lady. I oh, feel my. bad for him, but that's what he gets. Listen, he you know what? I don't feel bad for his ass. I don't feel bad for him. I, I, listen, did, I felt I so bad for this man. And I'm very much someone when people are like, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. I would. I would wish this on lots <laughs> of people and they're, you know, three generations down. But I just, this is a broken man. Like, yeah. he clearly has been pushed beyond. I've got, I'm reading. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Man is just, yeah, but I did he's notice off, off completely. Oh yeah, it was he very much. Too. It was. <laughs> it was very reminiscent, in my opinion, of like the brainwashing that took place to get black folks into slavery. Oh yeah, okay, like it's it, the same it, thing. He yeah, his name. yeah, yeah. Changed your name is name. your name is Reek now. Your name yeah. is Toby. <laughs> yeah, because you stink. Uh, because I won't let you bathe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Walking around oh, with a, a cut off the sad. dick because you know that you know they was hating. You know, Master was hating back in the day because niggas had too much dicks. So they was cutting off dicks. They was changing uh -huh. names. 
They was just they yep. was just trying to bring you a, a broken man, as Saint said, is the perfect description. Rob yeah, you of everything that made up. you happy. Yeah, my poor, and then cut his dick off. Yeah, so it was like cutting his date. So they flay people, and so the lady. So then, Reek went back and told, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, I think it begins with a R. I forgot. Whatever, I forgot his name. I mean, he's a bastard anyway. It's okay. Um. <laughs> wow he went back and told him even though he would have never found out like you didn't have to tell him that and so then uh he killed the woman that told uh stanza that by freaking shaving her body down like like peeling her skin like a damn potato and then showing her so i'm like damn she can't catch a break first she was with joffrey and now she with this bastard literally no um I know. Yeah, so that's where I am with them. I don't know if it's so. Oh, you probably are talking about something that's going to happen. No, it's worse. It's worse because she got sexually assaulted. Did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah. Made yeah. fucking Reek's ass, and I'm gonna call him Reek because he a bitch ass nigga. Yeah. Um, made Reek's ass watch. Watch, yeah, yeah. And he was crying, which lets you know they started showing you like that he sees and is listening when they're talking and stuff. And so I'm like, oh, he's getting his mind back. I was like, he's going. So my projection was mm-hmm. that he was going to do something to help uh like Stannis or uh the um uh the Starks that are left my projection was that he was gonna stop being a bitch nigga and come <laughs> through in the 11th hour one day just don't talk don't say don't give any don't say yes or no um that's just my prediction um I'm blanking for whether you right or wrong but I'm just not gonna say <laughs> it like fuck no I think at this point <laughs> like for all for all of his sins, I think that the Starks have gotten their lick back. Like, yes, he was a dog. At this point, I just <laughs> it's just sad to watch. I just I'm in I feel very little sympathy for lots of the villains on the show. I would say I none for like Joffrey, none no. for like uh what's his name, the crazy um Bolton. But some of them, I'm like, dang, the these sort of medieval era punishments that people which are i'm sure based on real life too Mm -hmm. some of this is just it's a lot i'm like you especially with theon i don't think he had any beef with the boltons it was just like wrong place wrong time wrong decision we're gonna cut your penis off like what yeah hold Uh, on they did it it's a lot his father said they did it because what did he say oh so that uh, Tywin would give him more control and it would give him control of the North. That's why he did it. Oh, they just be doing anything. Yeah. Like, okay. and they sent him yeah. his dick in a box. Yeah, his father, the Great Joy mm. father, who is a motherfucker. Uh, I can't stand him. Um, <laughs> also, the what are they? The phrase, the ones that uh basically um blindsided Rob and his mother uh the Starks and killed oh, them. Gosh. What was it the the red dinner or something? The red uh, wedding. The red the wedding. red wedding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was so. Fucked. That is what uh, I was alluding to. Like when when we talked last, I was like, "Well, you'll watch yeah, an episode and you'll know." Yeah, and I'm sure you watched yeah. that, and your stomach. Was <laughs> yeah, no, my my jaw. Simone, I, Simone Biles level gymnastics. Yeah, my jaw just I couldn't close my mouth for like it was two the whole st- minutes. It was the stabbing in the stomach for me. Yeah, it was that, and that's how it started. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like you saw them like closing the doors and all that, and I'm like, "What the fuck are they about to do?" Hold, hold oh. on, what's up? <laughs> and then the mother, she was looking at dude, and she like, "Man, what the fuck is up?" And that man came over there and stabbed that woman and her damn stuff, and he stabbed her like eight fucking times. I was like, Literally. oh my God. I was like, oh my God. Then they just start just massacre, kill all of them. I'm like, oh my God. Like I was, I was stuck. I was stuck. <laughs> um, it didn't make me stop watching, but I did, I didn't sound an alarm like you told me to, but I did text y'all and was like, yeah, so I just saw the <laughs> bullshit. I think um, at that point I wanted to stop watching. That was Man. that was too much for me. I was like, y'all are like, like you never know or realize how much you need a happy ending until shit mm-hmm. keeps going south. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay, so now I feel like y'all playing in my yeah. face. Like y'all mm-hmm. stabbing pregnant women and shit. Like y'all think I won't stop watching this and never remember that it existed again. But then mm-hmm. I kept watching. So they was mm-hmm. right. Well, maybe my reaction was I'm like, which is skewed just because I knew something I mean, was about it's... to happen. It's not like the show has ever lulled you. It's almost like no one has the right to be shocked by that episode. Because number, season one, episode one is watching a little boy get shoved out of a window. Like, it just, yeah. there was never a yeah. moment where, they never gave us peace to work with. Where I'm like, oh, I'm clutching my pearls. It's like, why? They took your necklace literally before the first episode ended. Like, don't act brand new just because. But the horrors are seemingly unending for I some see- sick twisted reason but the thing is they let the little boy well he didn't walk away but they let him live they did i mean but shit well yeah yeah that's that was the pre- the prelude they they like yeah but we will kill niggas though <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's Don't get comfy. um speaking of uh so who is it? Bron, Brian, Bron. I don't, I don't have an accent. So uh, the Stark boy, he's a war. Oh, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I don't know what's about to happen with that. He, uh, him, and fucking uh, Hodor. I'm so sick of Hodor, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all he say every time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and it's so, gonna oh I can't wait. So uh what's his name? Brian. He has the ability to like control animals and shit, and he can like see through animals' eyes and shit. And so that's pretty cool. And they made their way to these other people with some other fucking powers. So I don't know what the fuck's about to happen with that. They went in some cave or whatever. And so I haven't seen them now in a few episodes, but uh let me see. What else is I will what say at, at this point, it's probably been 87 years since you have seen all of the Stark children together, which right. I feel like there are so few families on the show where like, oh, y'all really love each other. You like each other. You ride for each other. 
Um, and so to have the children scattered to the wind, Arya's off doing God knows what. Sansa's being held oh, no. hostage. Arya's trying um, to turn into a know. fucking magician. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't you speak on the many face God like that. Don't hey, you look. ever disrespect the many face listen. God like that. Hey, listen, I can't fuck with him. He's too nosy and all that. And Arya's trying to take her up. Even Arya said fuck that shit because she saw that nigga that uh, I don't know who he killed that um she saw some guard, somebody that's on her list of people that she said chants every night that she's going to kill. <laughs> and um, damn, what happened when she saw him? She saw him. Oh, and she went in the brothel. Oh, God, I was so sick right then. because I thought Oh, they were with the kids? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah pedophile. Yeah. So he wanted Ugh. young kids. And I, I thought they were going to make her go in there. So she was in there trying to sell fucking clams and oysters and shit. And, um, <laughs> she <laughs> fucking around. Like, gonna fuck around <laughs> and get fucked. She better stop playing. Exactly. I don't want that for her. Oh, God. Um, and so... I'm glad it didn't happen, at least in that moment. Uh, so that is more on this episode. What else happened? Um, uh, yeah, so Stannis is preparing to go to war. Uh, uh, but I love when um, Tyrion killed his fucking father. I don't know if we said that last week, but I love that that nigga uh, i think you you texted us uh tywin oh uh, okay yeah so Tyrion killed tywin um his brother let him out of jail and was like he was trying to let him go to freedom so he was supposed to go and knock on the door two times and little uh what's the bald no dick dude's name um which one bald the the whisperer the Sparrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I know what, what you mean. There's a lot of absence of dick on this show, and I didn't realize this many niggas had been in a lot of gay and, and, homosexuality and you, too. And you know what I'll yeah. tell you? We could do more with um maybe some present day men getting their penises cut off. I think <laughs> oh, that should be I think that should be our go-to uh punishment for rape and sexual assault. You get your penis cut off. Yeah. You get you lose an inch for every assault you commit. How about that? I bet you it only happens one time mm -hmm. over the course of, um, you know, 50 years. There would be a, a marked decline um, in, oh, well, I don't want to get my penis cut off. Maybe I shouldn't rape someone. If that's what it takes, exactly. so be it. I'm fine with that. If that's what it takes. Yes. I mean, Game and of so, Thrones got a lot oh, of things wrong. but And so then when Tyrion did that, <laughs> um, he got out and he saw his little bitch. And then she had said his father's name. And she was like... I, I I'm gonna be honest. I'm I, I'm a simp, I guess. I thought that she really loved his ass, but I Me guess that's what, that's what whores do. That's what whores do. <laughs> oh man. my god! And that's why and that's why you can't love these hoes. Yeah, that's that's that. It started back in the day. It started back in the. It's day. been a long tale to tell. It's man, been a long tale man. to tell. Mm -mm -mm. I know yeah. it's fool. I, I I know it's maybe foolish to think like, oh well, maybe you know you're a John. She's a sex worker and she really loves you. And you, you probably do love her, but oh, she loves me back. And then, you know, things go left. But this time I was like, no, no, they really, this is cute. They right. vibe. I, me I rock too. With them. And then I, I had egg on my face. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think yep. I think that she really was feeling him, but I think deep down she's such a trifling bitch that all it takes <laughs> all it takes is a little <laughs> bit of push okay. to get her back home. Like that's where she lives. So I right. think he her him breaking her heart was enough for her trifling bitch to come out because it's always been mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So poor Tyrion. I hate that. For I him. know. And so when, uh, damn, I had his name written down. I don't have it anymore. It begins with a J. Uh, Khaleesi's little nigga that she banished away because the spy Jonah Jor Joris. Oh, Jorel. Was it Jorel? Jo- Dr- it's it's either Jonah or Jonas Loris. No, that's not Loris. Oh, I had I it. Isn't Loris the secret guy? No, Loris is someone's brother. Isn't he the yeah, so Marjorie's a brother? He's a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Marjorie's brother. Um, no, his name began with a J, but the dude that she banished because she found out he was a spy, but then really he was loyal to her. Um, he saw Tyrion, and Tyrion was fucked up because he, he was drunk as shit, so he captured him and brought him to Khaleesi because, you know, the Lannisters are the ones that defeated the Targaryens. Uh, and so he was like, yeah, she would like to kill your ass. Um, and on their way there, they saw a fucking dragon. So at least they got that story. So they know the dragons are back. I did take note of that. And then they saw the stone people. Uh, and I just realized that that was what is going on with like Stannis's daughter's face. If she was one of the, she got, I guess, touched or she might've been born that way. I think some people are, and they mm-hmm. send them away to this other island or whatever, and um but there's a cure there is some cure and it's like i guess a small chance and so her stopped or whatever uh i don't know her little name the one that be teaching niggas to read and shit (laughs) a a pure soul one of the few pure souls on this show (laughs) yes miss each one to each one right right (laughs) um, he's stupid following that damn red woman that bitch is crazy (laughs) that red woman is crazy as shit but she be making shit shake she be making shit shake religion is such an interesting thing on this show one I'm like as much as I barely know the characters names the old gods new gods red. I'm like I don't know who believes in what what's going on um but people the really face gods i'm like it, they they will go to war just like in real life um mm-hmm. over you know oh well the divine whatever divine providence it's like y'all really just i it's fascinating um and it's oh, all yeah. uh insane to me <laughs> yeah 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 i agree i agree <laughs> um i'm curious if you you know, as a viewer, you're seeing Arya with her list. Who would be a few of the people on your list um, from to this take show. out? Before... Yes. Oh, well, or no, in real life, if we can go there. Oh, but I, I have in one. The show. I was just talking about it today. Yeah. Um... <laughs> oh, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't say that. Listen, you opened the door. I, I was just going to jump in if uh, well, you know, just the know offer was on the table. I have a list. I have a list. It contains <laughs> about three people. That's it. Three okay. little people. Um, yeah. Two of them are from <laughs> my job. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. <laughs> Two of them are from my job. Oh, I can't say this. Two are from my job. Is One is uh, my sister's ex. And so I'll say that. I don't fuck that nigga fuck that nigga you can die 
croak. Am I thinking about the? Am I thinking about yes, that one? Yes, the fuck you are. You are thinking about the right one. <laughs> There's only one. It's only one. There's, there can only there can only be one. Um, the one and only. <laughs> that reminds me okay. of. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, in the context of the show, who are your people then? Okay. Um. Yeah, the same ones are you had really. Um. <laughs> But I would have said Tywin, but I think Tywin was on her list. It was no, he wasn't. But it would have been Tywin and his son, the the Kingslayer, uh, the Queen, Cersei. Oh, that's right, uh, bitch. Listen, oh, if you're fun. gonna be if you're gonna be a villain, be a vi- Cersei is a villain down, and <laughs> I do have to tip my cap to her because she truly does not care. Um, and she's going to ride for her family above all else, including her, uh, I guess, brother lover, if we want to throw him in the mix. Right. right. Well, she, she's, uh, she in jail right now, and that woman smacked the shit out of her with a wooden spoon. So. <laughs> I know that pussy in there howling, too. Mm. <laughs> Ain't no bad today, bitch. Um, Wait, you didn't. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you were already too far gone. But how was your um experience with Joffrey's um scene? Oh, I fucking loved it. <laughs> I loved every second of it. I don't like that they set my imp up for. Uh, well, I was saying his name. I know. Uh, uh, Tyrion. <laughs> yeah. My bad. I mean, that's just when I can't think of it. I mean, that's what I go to. That's how I first identified with him. I mean, um, they would agree on the show as well. <laughs> right. Uh, no, but I love how he be cussing. He cussed his father the fuck out before he killed his ass. Um, uh, Tyrion's smart, though. I fuck with Tyrion. Um, and I like him and Khaleesi together. I like that duo. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see what happens there. The underdogs. Um, yeah. Uh, who else? Oh, the Bolden Holden, whatever son, the bastard. He needs to be killed. Um, <laughs> other than that, that's. I think that's it. I think that's the only people that put piss me off to be on a list. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, everybody else is like, I don't like you, but you don't have to die. <laughs> uh. Who else? Oh, I was mad that the dude, um, what's his name that was riding around with Arya before she went to the the guy, the guard, the little, uh, the hound, the hound. I did like. Oh that. yeah, yeah. I'm mad that he died because he was taking care of her, and I was I, I fucked with him for that. Okay. I mean, again, the family um, issues with all of that. It's, it's the Hound, and who's the brother? The Boulder or the Mountain or something like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The Boulder or the Mountain. I'm like, it, it fits in. It's all in the same vein. But um, I like them. They were a fun... I, used, I like when you start to see, like, the little duos or trios that emerge um, mm-hmm. from the entire cast. Um, mm-hmm. And some of them are insufferable, and some of them are great. Right. The draw. right, right, right. Uh, so met, then, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, have you met um, Sansa's, you know, the Stark kids, their aunt, the yes, Catelyn, oh, the monster, Ly- Lysa, was that her name? Ooh, Man. my gosh, yeah, she did. Um, 
Thank God, because she was a stupid bitch. Oh, she was. Oh, her son. Yes. He could be on my list. He could be on my fucking list. That little motherfucker. Oh my gosh. He makes me sick. Still sucking Listen. that titty milk. He's fifteen. Oh my gosh. Leave that, that boy alone. Just listen. Man, fuck him. He needs some milk. No, no. That bitch was crazy. Oh, that's the perfect segue into fucking um. What's her man's name that we ain't know was fucking her that pushed her ass off the the, the sky light? Oh, what's his name? Um, the I can little see finger. Him. Little yes. Finger. yes, yes, yes. Uh, Baelish, Lord Baelish. Lord Baelish. He's a slippery motherfucker, man. I can't even <laughs> be mad. I can't be mad at him. They stupid. <laughs> you know you can't fuck with him. You know you can't fuck with him. He a little sneaky bitch. <laughs> He's a snake, man. He just slithering around, making his alliances, breaking them real quick. Like he just moving. He's a man of many talents. Um, we can say that much at least. Yes. The whole time he was fucking with um the Stark mother's sister. We never knew that. Um, so she then the the woman that you the the woman that you asked me about, I forgot her stupid name. Um, <laughs> I, was she? Were they the Aaron's? Oh yes, I know that name. I think she. I think they were the Aaron's. Um, yeah, she uh got mad because Baelish was like basically flirting with Stanza, and she saw them, and so she was ready to kill Stanza's ass, her fucking niece, over some dick. And then oh, wise, yeah. Oil. They were not. Um, I, if you're breastfeeding your. 22 year old son i'm assuming you're not <laughs> all together so like i'm not even going to really hold you for that um it just sort of unfortunately luck of the draw it sounds like once again yeah so yeah uh yeah we talked about aria washing fucking dead bodies i don't know why yet but i think those may be the faces they using to change into i don't fucking know um i talked about that what else happened? Oh yeah, basically in it. So they still and they got uh Loris Tyrell for being gay and Marjorie for lying and saying he wasn't gay, locked up uh in King's Landing. And the Queen is locked up for incest and all her multitude of fucking indiscret- indiscretions. Um <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and they, What's that up? just reminds me of like when a, a terrible person, either in real life or on a TV show, has done a million different things and then they get caught on a charge of like, you know, using a handicapped parking spot or something and that's how they get thrown right. in prison. Right. As much as Cersei has done, I you kind of forget about the incest at a certain point. At least I mm-hmm. did. I'm like, there are so many egregious sins committed, <laughs> but if that's the charge... That gets her yeah. in the choking. <laughs> yeah. Bring out the handless I mean, brother has, as a witness. I would like to see has, it. Yeah, she has everyday fucking receipts. Like, look at my blonde son when the king has all brown haired haired children. Like, okay, <laughs> let me bring my blonde son. Yeah, this is his son. Bullshit. All them bastards his ass has spread around town. All had brown hair, and but your uh, your son, the king, got blonde hair. No, nah. mm-hmm. killing mm-hmm. babies and shit. It's so trifling. 
they are trifling as fuck and they need to leave the brothels alone. I'm trying to go to one of them. <laughs> you know hey. what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> don't say shit when your underwear burning, neither. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of beautiful people on the cast, is all I'm saying. Well, <laughs> bodies. No, because the women, they do. They be, they be, they be looking all right. <laughs> but, um, Baby, yeah. Baby, yeah. All y'all was fucking horny watching this shit. That's why I say ain't nothing in here but titties and fucking and ass and shit. All <laughs> I was doing was fucking watching uh, 50 Shades every fucking week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, my goodness. Um, I don't have anything else. What else is happening? I did Tyrion. Oh, the White Walkers and the Wall and John Stark. That's my boy. That's my boy, John um, Stark. John, John Snow. Snow. He's, he's a bastard. I'm giving him the last me. name. Don't do that to him. <laughs> yeah. He's fighting for his family, though. Uh, but anyway, John Snow is the shit. I just want to say that. Um, the White Walkers are scary as fuck. Um, <laughs> them niggas are ugly as fuck. Um, uh, my man Sam got his little bitch to name the baby after him and shit. So I think he finally got some pussy too, because <laughs> he was like, um, what was it on that one episode? He was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Come on, Sam! Come on, Sam! Hey, I mean, you going around killing White Walkers for this bitch? She needed to do something. Oh my god! Oh, uh, that's nice. You get on my nerves. I hate that. that. Was... Don't ever do that again. I, I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the uh, and the uh, I don't know. I forgot his title or name or whatever. But the dude that was like the wise old blind man at the wall, he just died. Oh, the oh. not the Meister was that him? Yeah, the Meister. The Meister. Okay. Uh, he just died. Jon Snow is the commander at the wall, but he went to try to uh, bring the wildlings through the gates so that they could help fight. Uh, who did he want them to help fight? I think the White Walkers, yeah. yeah so that yeah. they just had enough people to fight the White Walkers. Them niggas are. And then they took all their damn people because then they attacked the wildling camp and 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 took a great many of them. Um, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a battle. Uh, that's where I am. I love the show; it's amazing. Um, this episode will serve. This podcast episode will serve as a great, um, you know, time capsule because when you get to the end, you'll be able to look back at your you know quick reviews of people and be like oh yeah no i really did vibe with khaleesi all the way through or oh she <laughs> was not the girl that i thought she was like you she's i'm not, not saying though. anything but what i wanted to say is she's definitely losing her touch especially when she lost control of that fucking dragon because his ass was like get the fuck listen, off of me listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> i i defy you to find you know any mother that doesn't lose a little bit of control over her teenage child, okay. you know, okay. she did okay. nothing wrong. Um, you know, she <laughs> you is, stand. you know, you and, and she's, and That's she's a my single boo. mother raising three children <laughs> yeah. by herself. Not many people can. Like um, 
No, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't like you this. Don't... Uh, they changed the actor for that dude that first came in and like was helping them or whatever. And he had that long brown hair. And then they changed him to the other dude with the short brown hair. Her little love interest or whatever. I don't like them together. Did they change him? They did after he he was in one episode, yeah, yeah. and oh. then they changed him. I don't like the new one. I, if she was with the other one, I would have been fine. But he is corny. Uh, he looks like a fucking <laughs> Bill. It's like cause he need to be with this dude. Yeah, he's not good enough for her. He don't got the swag that you would approve of. He don't. She need a nigga with some swag. My man came in with his little ponytail and shit, talking shit. <laughs> and this dude is just he's a cornball uh yeah that's all what am i excited for let me think i'm always excited to turn it back on um and then what's the one i should watch next because i'm gonna be done with this by probably next week or something it's called the uh what is it called uh saint the dragon something Oh, House, of, House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Okay. House of the Dragon. All right. I might I might check that out. Which, if you want to be... I think the first season of Game of Thrones is great. Um, but the House of the Dragon really has you in a chokehold. Literally, the, the whole season is just chef's mm. kiss. Liam, have you watched it? I am holding off. Okay. Watch <laughs> it. I don't know what you're holding off for. The Lord could come back tomorrow. You might as well get in where you fit in um, while you have time on this earth. Um, it's phenomenal. It's so it's it's a great a great. I think everyone was a little nervous about like, oh, it's just going to be a good follow up. Game of Thrones is so good. It's a high bar. They they killed it, and it's not the same. I don't think the same writers and showrunners and stuff. So they brought in they uh, did the extra credit. Thank God. <laughs> mm, I'll check it out. I will check it out. So hopefully, I mean, I'm pretty sure Khaleesi. That's that's my boo. That's my baby. Um, we'll see what happens because you you can't fuck up. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, I can't think of anything else. I just took some light notes while I was uh watching the episode just to say some names, <laughs> some shit to talk about. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I can't think of anything else. I think we kind of hit most things because we went to. Oh, did I say that we went to? Uh, what's the new country? Dorn. Uh, and so that. The oh, prince, with the sand people. Yeah. So Tyrion, uh, opted for uh like a duel instead of like just being sentenced to death. Uh trial by combat or whatever and so that prince of dorn fought for him and he fought that megatron dude uh <laughs> and he actually had beat him but he was talking too much shit and dude tripped him up and then fucking crushed his fucking so, head with his bare hand here's the thing he pissed me I, off with that shit i remember yeah. watching that episode in maybe high school or college whenever it came about um, and and I heard that it was com like I watched it late and all my friends were like oh my god it's this horrible horrible scene and I knew it was coming and it took me I'm not kidding about half an hour to watch the five minutes of that episode because I kept pausing it because I thought I was going to throw up 
um, because you start <laughs> on such a high note. Oh, he's flexing. He's doing all this grandstanding. He's got, he, he put baby in a corner. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, oh boy was like, nobody puts baby in a corner and yeah. popped his head like a uh, pimple. And it just was the the wife, or not his wife, but, you know, his, his girl, his woman screaming in horror. It just is, yeah. I mean, why, why are yeah. we still here? Why are we still doing yeah. this? What's the point? There's no yeah. joy to be found on this show. Yeah. And I'm about to make it worse because he did it by using his thumbs to press in his Ugh. fucking eyeballs until them motherfuckers squish first. And then he just <laughs> continued to crumble this man's fucking head in his hand. <laughs> like that shit My was gosh. crazy as hell. They pissed me off with that shit because I'm yeah, like, I was at some pissed. point, we don't need all this gruesome shit. Like, it, it adds nothing to the show. <laughs> like, it just be shit on there that just be extra shit. Listen. Even the sex scenes, the sex scenes be so extra. It's like, we don't need all this fucking Listen. and dick all Listen. over the place. We don't need none of this. We don't need any it of this. Add, it's something for everybody, okay? There's some oh my God. fireballs being thrown. Uh, oh, yeah. Braun is going to fucking fly. Uh, <laughs> bitches are are oh, but what about the bitches fucking niggas having niggas full blood in a dick, and then people coming and killing them with a full fucking hard on and shit? That's fucked up. I was like, yo, I'm so tired <laughs> of people tricking these niggas like this. Like this shit ain't cool. Having these whores come, you getting your dick, you getting your dick rode like good. <laughs> All that shit, and then somebody come chop your shit off or fucking stab your ass in the chest. Like, what the fuck? Which, I mean, all things considered, you died doing what you loved. At least, <laughs> I mean, that is you. You could have been at like a, a wedding, um, and pregnant and stabbed. Like, it could be there are worse ways to go, which tells you a lot about the show as well. Oh man, that's so fucked up. God, that shit. Blew me because I think it's because it's like, damn, somebody could get me like that. Somebody- <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't like that. That shit ain't cool. Oh my goodness. So you felt so good as fuck. It's got a little sum in there for everybody, I guess. I suppose. It's got a little, a little murder, <laughs> yeah. a little heads chopping off, a little rape and shit. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I'm I, glad you're in the trenches. I'm glad you're wrapping up. Um, <laughs> I know you'll stick with it. We may have to do, you know, a follow-up show or at least a segment just to give us your final review um, once you have all the pieces um, together and you can see what uh, hell and high water was overcome to deliver that, you know, final episode. Like shit. I will, I will keep you all the prize. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so let's move on to the uh the shade room screenshots. This is where we go through shit that has happened in the shade room. Okay. I'm gonna start this one off uh strong with the topic that has been the center of conversation for like 40 days and 40 nights. So, oh um, so Ebony K. Williams um, went, no, so Ebony K. Williams is like some sort of lawyer slash journalist um, who's kind of making her uh, place in the whole entertainment industry. Um, she did an interview on uh, some network or internet show or something called The Griot, 
with Ayanla. Um, this is what she had to say when Ayanla asked if she would date a bus driver. Hold on. Requisites. And I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games. Hold on, let me say. You said that you cannot teach a man or tell a man how to be a man. So I will not ask you to indict men in this question. But I do want you to speak, Ayanla, to how women need to, uh, I don't know, position ourselves so that we can be in our divinity, so we can have our crowns right, how we can create and not build when some of us quite frankly feel that the men that are available to us, and I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all, um, they are not positioned to protect nor provide because of some of the statistics we just talked about. They're not earning the incomes. They're not having the resources, and some of them are not even showing up in the leadership. Would you date a bus driver? You. Would you date If he bus? owns the bus. If he owns no. it, if he owns the bus, that's, no. that's a problem. So this clip went viral. Um, people began attacking Ebony um, because they, uh, I guess, felt that um, she was, um, I don't know, like off base. Like you think you're better than people because you won't date a bus driver. Um, so they started attacking her for being single, blah, blah, blah. Um, in which she replied with this clip. Thousand plus comments posted on social. We saw a handful that even considered the possibility of a bus owner being a more aspirational position and recognizing that I am actually speaking and pouring into the ascension of black men when I said what I said. But see, no, some of y'all were too busy naming and shaming me personally and black women in general as undesirable gold diggers and much worse. Now, I suspect that some of y'all are the same men that were bringing home C's and D's on your report cards. Only to <laughs> parents that said, well, that's okay, as long as you're doing your best. Well, listen, I love and believe in the excellence of Black men. So no, my dear, C's and D's or any other form of mediocrity is not okay. No, I will not create a soft place for you or anybody that I love to fall comfortably into the bigotry of low expectations. So I'm going to say one more time. So out of the 50,000... There's wow. nothing wrong with driving a bus. My mother Gloria drove one for years. But could it be that Black America has been sold a narrative of average, regular, and typical being good enough for us? Hmm. Well, see, that's called white supremacy. And in this case, it takes the form of conditioning Black Americans to happily accept being a permanent American underclass. But see, because I know the truth about Black folk in America, no, average is not and will never be good enough for me. And the gag is, I don't think it's good enough for you either. So following this viral clip that has been all over the interwebs and causing a debate on both sides, um, she then <sighs> went on The Breakfast Club, where she then... I guess expounded on her point and explained that, you know, black people are at the bottom as far as like average household income and pretty much long story short, um, the shit we're doing ain't working. Um, and the fact that I got attacked for wanting a bus owner and not a bus driver is basically um, a part of the issue in our community 
um, because that is acceptable to us. We should be aspiring to excellence. We should be trying to own the bus and, you know, get degrees that, that earn higher incomes, blah, 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 all that kind of shit. Um, basically saying that like, you know, obviously we were, um, the most impacted by COVID because a lot of those blue collar jobs we were working, um, so we need to get somebody else to do it. Someone else can occupy that space, but it doesn't need to be black people. We need to figure out a way to get our shit together and and climb um, um, this, this financial ladder. Um, I would like to say. I oh, oh, like and the criticism she... the criticism that she's been getting on both sides. Okay, let me let me criticism she's been getting on both sides. Some people feel that she's being condescending and she's speaking down on uh, blue collar workers um, by calling them average or typical. Um, and others feel that what she's saying is true and it's not nice, but it is. And um, as a black woman who's successful, she shouldn't date a bus driver because why do black women have to date down or be humbled and, you know, scrape the bottom of the barrel or date someone who's not at their earning level or what have you, whatever reason. Um, so there's two sides of this. DJ Envy got a lot of uh, uh, claps because he was defending, I guess, the quote unquote mediocre or average person. Um, but yeah. So how do you feel about um, this, Abby? She, I mean, that was, uh, you know, what she said. <laughs> I love you so much. Saying, <laughs> it stopped me from giving my first response, but I will still stay in that vein and say she has a good publicist. Um, I do think she was being, I, I when she talked to Ayanla, I think she was just like, fuck no, like I'm not dating a bus driver. I don't think it had all that meaning. I think she has a good publicist, but it does spark a great conversation of which I can be on both sides of that coin. Um, I, I will say that a lot of us do underperform. And I know myself, I underperform and I know that, but I still am able to sustain myself and, and be okay. Um, but uh yeah i think i think she was full of shit um that's that's what i do. <laughs> um i could talk i don't want to talk a lot because it's a lot i could say a lot but i don't want to um i see both i see both sides though i i see what she's saying mm -hmm. but everybody isn't that's just like if i follow uh the career path everybody doesn't have the ability we need blue collar workers because who's going to fix your electricity in your home who's going to plumb in your home right who's going to get your fries at burger king who's going to serve you at del frisco's who's going to do all the things who's going <laughs> to fly the helicopter that you rent and that was so, that was that was dj envy's point that was dj envy's yeah. point and, and her so, point her rebuttal to that was get somebody else to do it and to that i can't I can't be mad. I'm on the side of like completely agreeing with everything that she said. Everything from when she gave the first show, the first initial like pullback, like does he own the bus? I mean, she's a lawyer. She's a millionaire. Like I do. I don't think yeah, it's fair. Yeah, she shouldn't date a bus driver. Right, right. She if, if she doesn't want to, if she doesn't want right. to, if she decides that, right. then okay, you know. And I think, right. I th but I, with that mindset, if she wants to be married, she's going to and she does i'm sure travel in circles where she mm -hmm. could find someone mm -hmm. of the caliber that she's looking for but i'm just saying good luck good luck because <laughs> there are a lot of men that earn but then there are men that there are men that are full of shit and won't do anything to better their lives there are men that are honestly trying and they doing the best they can there are people that like you can are they 
Yeah, you can't do that. Everybody can't perform at top fucking like the world wouldn't even go around. No, no, I don't think I don't think everyone I don't think everyone can perform at that level. But right. I think what she was saying was more of like, um, which so the conversation took a different direction based off of the response. I think everyone tried to frame it as like she was backpedaling. I don't think she backpedaled. She I was. Think the, I don't think she, she definitely was. I don't. I don't. I don't feel that way. I think that when she made her initial comment, which was to me was completely justified, I would not date a bus driver unless he owns the bus. Right? Makes sense because that's what she's going after, and I think that she's. I mean, anyone can date somebody with money. It doesn't matter, honestly, what you do as a woman. There, if you're an attractive woman, if we're being honest, you could probably pull a nigga with money because men don't date the same way I feel like women. Women who are normally accomplished want a man that is just as accomplished as them. Most men who are accomplished don't look for a woman. They just want somebody pretty. Right, they want right. Arm piece. Right. And she's, right. A, she's an attractive woman. But like her saying that, shouldn't to me should not have even started a conversation to begin with but oh, her res- you knew it was Come but on. that's crazy to, like why is it that like men are able to constantly speak down on women the way they look how they're not worthy to be wife and this is in a community where 70 percent of kids are born out of wedlock right so it's not like y'all niggas are marrying women to begin with 70 percent of black women die unmarried so y'all not marrying women in general but they're worthy to have kids with right that's not a problem you can say that men can talk about that all the day long but then a black woman says, hey, as an accomplished lawyer, I am not going to marry or date a bus driver. You need to own the bus, right? Then niggas get in their feelings and then they get upset. So then she comes back and, and says, you niggas are the ones who had C's and D's in your report card. You performed ah, and, and everyone told you that. it was everyone told you it was fine and it was cute and it was good. I'm telling you, no, that's not good enough. I'm not gonna settle for mediocre. I want someone who is thriving. And it, she didn't even and the thing is people also started mentioning she, degrees. She didn't mention degrees. She said, Does he own the bus? Can, so just because I, you have a degree doesn't mean that you have drive. But say what what you what, what you feel? What you I love that you said um, you don't have drive because bus, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> I, I think the issue, I understand anyone certain socioeconomic, you know, status where it's like, yeah, I'm paying for trips to Paris and, you know, the Bahamas. I travel constantly. I like expensive things. I live an expensive lifestyle. I understand folks who are like, yeah, maybe I can't be with someone who not that range you probably can't keep up with it causes a rift whatever whatever your reasons are but it is asinine i think one i would say even more so than you know keeping black people in a box which i don't know what percentage of black people are bus drivers or (laughs) what you know how that breaks down but i think (laughs) i think having such an intense obsession with work and career to me is Part of white supremacy and working a nine to five and wearing you know a suit and tie which are european constructs like all these things are inherently tied to the american dream and pull yourself up by the bootstraps and blah 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 but mm-hmm. to say like oh people who are bus drivers or housekeepers or i i hate the idea of us looking down upon people who mm-hmm. literally make society move mm-hmm. and work those jobs, but you know, to your garbage man because he probably he's in high school, blah blah blah. But I guarantee you, if they go on a strike and no one's picking <laughs> up your trash for even a week, y'all will be losing your minds. So that mm-hmm. alone, to me, pisses me off and it makes me sick. Um, especially <laughs> since, like she said, oh my mother drove a bus. I'm like, oh, so was your mother unworthy of you know? 
Uh, does she get you know D's and C's in in school? Like, what is mm-hmm. there's no correlation to me inherently between your intellect and what you do for a living. Yes, you certainly probably need to be a brainiac to work in Silicon Valley and and all this stuff. Absolutely, but at the same time, like you could say, oh well, Steve Jobs was a you know college dropout, or you know there there are strokes of genius everywhere, and there's so many factors in life. Mm-hmm. racism being a huge one and mm-hmm. you being born into systemic poverty so you kind of probably stay in systemic poverty and mm-hmm. all of these things you know your parents didn't go to college so maybe you don't go to college like there are a million different things that impact where you work how you work how you perform in school if you weren't getting uh if all of your meals came from school you weren't eating breakfast or uh lunch at home because y'all didn't have it like that like yeah, that probably does determine your brain function um, mm-hmm. if you're starving and your mom didn't give you, like, it just is insane to me. Um, and all of that aside, it reminds me so much of people who are on dating apps and in their bio, they're like, hey, I don't date X, Y, and Z, not looking for this, if you're blah, 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 blah. Why would you not just, if, if I'm saying, yeah, I um, only date Black, I don't need to put that in there because I'm just going to left swipe if you're not black. Like it just, there's no need for you to put all of your, your business out there and stir the pot this much when you could have just privately kept dating millionaires and gone about your business, but to, you know, have this well, she whole, was, she was asked, you know, she was asked, but <laughs> right, which, which is fine, you know, to answer yeah, yeah. the question, but then to, to say like, Oh, well you probably were mediocre in school and that's why you have a mediocre job now. It's like, okay how about every bus driver how about every bus driver becomes a lawyer and then there are no more buses how about that let's see how society works for two days with that in place that's why i say what i said that Mm -hmm. she's full of shit (laughs) so okay so here's the thing though here's the thing i i don't think she's full of shit and i i don't think to say that we should aspire for more is to say that no one needs to do those jobs. When she got on the interview and she explained things, it was explained to say, hey, we are upset during, co- for example, during COVID, right? Like we were disproportionately impacted, right? Because we worked those jobs, right? So it's like, okay, so either, and we always have conversations about generational wealth, right? Wanting to build generational wealth. I don't understand how we can say we want to build generational wealth. And we don't want to be impacted by things like COVID. Because in reality, a lot of those people that work those jobs that keep the, the world functioning and everything are the people who are the lowest paid. And the people who are more paid were the ones sitting at home on our laptops collecting fat checks, not in harm's way, right? So it's like, we can't say that we're upset about being impacted by things like COVID and, and not want to change professions. Or we can't, or occupy different spaces in this ecosystem that, you know, this economy. Or we can't say um, that we want to pass down generational wealth and and not thrive because just because you're a bus driver or even like a housekeeper doesn't mean that you aren't exceptional or you aren't building things like the woman that I worked with um at my last job right the only woman that I knew of in the building who had a house paid off had a house paid off had another trailer paid off and just and and bought a third property she owns more real estate than all of these engineers making 150 g's a year right but she's 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 exceptional right like she's using the wealth that she has to like build more and when you look at like the average household income amongst races and we're at the bottom 
to me, that says we're doing something wrong. Now, if we're okay with doing something wrong, then we just need to be quiet about it. But we can't say that we want to build generational wealth and not go a route that builds generational wealth. We can't hear someone say, does she, does he own the bus and then get upset about how dare her imply that a bus driver isn't good enough. It's like, no, if you guys want to build wealth, you can't do something that isn't bringing in a lot of income and expect to bring wealth, build wealth or be doing something that brings in a certain amount of income and not do something with that income to build wealth. But what can you do with it when all your whole check goes to paying your rent and putting gas in your car? But and that's a cultural issue yourself. to me. I think that's a cultural issue. I think a lot of the because the, the reality is, is that a lot of that has to do with mindset, because a lot of my friends who are immigrants come here, their parents come here, black, Asian, whatever. They come here with less, but they understand the importance of a family structure. I think a lot no. of our issue is that it's it's one doing this. you got a woman over here doing this and a man over here doing this. And they don't come together to build, to pass the baton to their children. Like there's a lot of cultural problems that I think we have to fix. But anytime we start having yeah. those conversations, we either A, come up with excuses or we get so in our feelings that, that we don't. I don't I, think I, we I think come so. up with excuses. I, I don't think, think that. I, I think that we have deep rooted issues. We have right. deep rooted fucking psychological <laughs> type issues. Like. Ah, but God, we're not focused we're not stop. focused on the solution enough for me like i think that we talk like we know we have problems but i think anytime anyone talks about a solution or we critique the problem or come up with some sort of rationalization to get like around it and shit it's like that gets picked apart as to the a million reasons is, I think... as to why it won't work but someone is making it work like the reality is someone in this country is making it work so like and and no one's come i don't believe that like white America is going to gift us anything. Like I just, oh, no. well, she is the fan. The reality is COVID showed us when shit hits the fan, we get fucked and nobody cares. We'll they'll release the numbers on, on, on uh, the news and they'll talk about how bad it is and how black people are getting fucked. And we'll have a conversation about um, the disproportionate um, amount of black people that are impacted and how we don't have proper access to this and how we don't have access to that. And then 15 minutes will pass and we'll move on to regular scheduled programming. No one gives so, a fuck. You know, damn, <laughs> during COVID, I saw a lot. I don't be like, well, I don't be on social media like that, mm -hmm. but like I look, you know, I get on there from time to time and during <laughs> COVID, I saw a lot of my friends doing stuff like finishing school, getting mm -hmm. certifications, becoming electricians, mm -hmm. starting businesses. I see a lot of them doing that stuff. It's not like we're not doing anything. I think people on an individual basis, also we are in America. We don't have that family construct that these other countries have to come over here and be like I'm about to come over this bitch and I'm mm -hmm. about to knock America to fuck down we don't <laughs> have that, and we don't we don't have it right. because we're here and we're struggling and mm -hmm. we just trying to fucking tread water right and so it's hard for us to pull up our bootstrap straps when you know we don't have our no fucking boots didn't have it like you know what I'm saying <laughs> like we try I, I see a lot of my people and in, in what I see I see a lot of people doing so I see a lot of people that didn't do nothing Oh, yeah, no, no, don't get um, me wrong. Would me you personally, most of my friends, if I look around, like, are in the six-figure salary range. But I also know, A, I'm in Maryland, which is the wealthiest Black country. Or like, the, And you oh, went sorry. to college. You went well, to I went college. To co you right, college. Right, You got a good right. career that, right. you know, you're so good. I can't, you know? I can't use what I see around me as the gauge for all. I look at the numbers. And I think, I think a lot of it, like, you're right. Like, we don't have a lot of those family structures and those. But I think that we need to start having conversations 
around that and changing it and challenging people. You have conversations with your aunts and aunties and all the ones that (laughs) have something to say, running their fucking mouth. I can't live with Mama Abby. I I swear to goodness, I was going to do it. Glad it fell through, honestly. Um, (laughs) It's just, it's not going to work. And it's not even a matter of pride. It's a matter of like these boomers don't know what to say out their mouth. They're very judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not talking about my mother now, no. but um, <laughs> they're very judgmental. Let's and be they, clear. They do not change. I am talking about my mother there. <laughs> they, are, they are so I love resistant you so much. to any type of change. Like it is fucking, ah, uh, it's. Right. But we have to, I think, as the next generation, like I think. I think we there are going to do it. Right. But I, mm, the conversations I that I've been seeing, the conversations that I think on the women's side, and that was Ebony's biggest issue. When she went to that interview, she was dropping numbers. And what she was saying is black women are on their shit. She's looking at home ownership. She's looking at starting their own businesses. The black women apparently are graduating at a rate two to one compared to men from HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. black women, the gap between black women and black men is smaller than any other racial group. And statistically, black women are more likely to be breadwinners in their household than any other race. So what she's saying is black women are on their shit. They are trying to break We run it in America, places. my nigga. Well, they, they on <laughs> she's saying they're trying to break this shit. They're trying they're they're prospering. They're on the up and up. And when you look at men, they aren't keeping up. So what the hell are these black women supposed to do now that they've uh, they've garnered all these these degrees and businesses and they own this and they own the bus? Like she went on to talk about her mother. She said my mother worked. She said she drove a bus. Then from driving driving that bus, she paid her way through hair school. From paying after paying her way through hair school, she said there's no money in this. Started buying trucks until she owned a fleet of trucks, right? So like she was consistently building and and thriving for excellence, right? And she's saying that we need to be on that tip. And I don't think that that's gonna happen if we just keep acting like what we're doing is working, unless we just gonna take what what we've been getting and shut the fuck up about it. Like we can't, to me, we can't say, oh, look at how we're disproportionately impacted by this and then say, but we don't wanna do that. Well, what is it? I I think we are, overlooking the extreme fortune like Mm -hmm. the stars have to be aligned so clearly Mm -hmm. for these grand dreams to happen Mm -hmm. where i'm like i look at myself i'm not you know flexing on my life by any means but i remember at my housewarming bought a house at 24 Mm -hmm. having family and friends come over and like sobbing when i was trying to give my little speech love crying in public by the way don't invite me out anywhere i i mm-hmm. love it so much um mm-hmm. but crying because i was like i was like there and i had friends who were asking me during this process like how did you do this Hi, what's going mm-hmm. on i'm like right my parents did not give me any money for this house i was working at johns hopkins which is um low-key infamous for you know, providing some of your sal- salary in the fame and fortune of being able to say you work at Hopkins, you know, Baltimore <laughs> Gas and Electric does not pay uh, fame and fortune, you know, accept that as currency, but whatever. Um, so I wasn't making a ton of money fresh out of school. You know, I was there for a few years, bought my place. And I was like, it is insane to me that it worked so that I grew up in a household where my parents every day were like, you're so smart, you're so intelligent, mm-hmm. you're so mm-hmm. handsome, you're so kind, you're so right. thoughtful, create like, were pouring into me constantly because they grew up in environments with parents who were pouring into like they went to college their parents went to college like but that Mm -hmm. is i'm i would never look at anyone's life and be like well i did it it was so easy why 
like, why aren't you as aspiring higher? Why aren't you? Exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. Not everyone exactly. has it like that. It, it, it is it is such a privilege to have a space. And some people, you know, grow up in you know environments where that's the total opposite, and you fight yeah. for your life to get out and make it. But you are also in the minority. You're in the minority when it comes to going against all odds, and you're in the minority when you're like me. And it's like, yeah, I had you know great parents and went to college, and I did everything right, quote unquote. And mm-hmm. it's still, you know, it's luck of the draw. So I think that's such a huge factor in all of this on top of racism and discrimination mm-hmm. and you not getting the job because your name has an accent in it somewhere, like all of these other things that we just mm-hmm. overlook, systemic poverty, um, all you know, just these, these factors that heavily dict- dictate where we land. I have friends my age, peers who also went to college, also followed similar paths up until to a certain point and then we diverge and it's like night and day where we are whether they're you know working uh at coffee shops you know living their life paying their bills or they're married with one two children you know it just you never fully know and so to me i'm like i can look at wanting to build generational wealth and looking at what my parents you know poured into me growing up and what I'm aware of and how I, you know, was in college investing in the stock market. And that's part of how I paid for my house. Like I, not everyone's doing that. Like I'm not expecting Ooh, all of us same. to be on the way. Yeah. Let me pay. Let me use my down. Let me use my uh, Apple stock for my down payment. And it's like, no, not everyone has it like that. But my parents, right. when I was eight years old, homeschooled, were like, Oh, we're going to do a whole lesson on the stock market. And we're going to, but like, I, I had that mentality. So that's I the difference. I, I have the that. space and the freedom Two, I'm not worried about if I'm going to eat today. Like me and other children at the same age, like I'm being taught about the stock market and you are, you know, at using WIC at, uh, you know, the family dollar to like get mm. food. Like it just is so disparate. And so us as a community, mm-hmm. it's impossible just to lay a blanket. Well, we all need to be owning the bus companies. And guess what? Someone has to work at these bus companies, y'all. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> Unless you're getting these self-driving buses, somebody has to work at the dry cleaners. And when I get there and my clothes are shiny, sparkling new, I know that they are a master at what they do. So again, we just need to, we need to burn society to the ground and start again. That's the only way forward. That's yeah. <laughs> the only way. God, <laughs> I know he said he would never flood the whole earth again, but if he could flood like 90% of it and yeah. we start from scratch, that might be what it takes to really just um, get think, our docs in a row. I just, well, that would be nice. But I think, I think, I think we have to, we have to start with a cultural change. Like we have to start with putting certain levels of importance on on certain things that I don't think that we're like I think we have a lot of weird like you know Abby the thing that happens with the oh you talk white like that type of stuff Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean like we have to it can be like the same way that we dance and you know we can cook and these are like cultural things that are important to us or even like representation like you look at like the amount of black girls that are playing tennis and things like that like we have to start Mm -hmm. a cultural shift where it's Mm -hmm. like we are focusing in a different way or going a different direction. And I don't think that we can well, do that unless we start having these types of conversations. Yes. And that's definitely. why and that's why and that's why I wasn't mad at her. But I think the problem because there was some there were some dudes in the comment was like, you know what? She's right. This is what I needed to hear. I could be doing more and I'm gonna start doing more. And there were other people in the comments who was like, Who's this bitch? 
she ain't got no man. She's 40 years old, unmarried, yeah. and dried up, and well, eat her ass up. That's so another like, thing. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, because you people don't listen. People don't, they listen. Don't leave sis alone, y'all. Like, she <laughs> she, no, that's, why she, that's why she came out the gate like, hey, let's talk about them C's and D's, and that's why y'all niggas are basic and you're mad about it because I called you out. And you can stay mad about it because I'm standing ten toes But that's down. not. You can't do that. You can't. You can't. <laughs> Look, hey. All I'm you know, saying... I've been talking about Tyrone. I'm not going to talk about him. I'm not going to talk about him. But we'll be talking for three hours. No, I'm just. I'm just saying. I wasn't like. I hear what Saint's saying, and there's obviously like the odds are stacked against us. But I think that we have to, I think we have to have these conversations and we have to realize what we're pouring into our kids is very important, as Saint just mentioned. Yeah. And we have to change change our culture to the point where that type of shit becomes the norm. Like you look at yeah. these other, like I think we also, I don't like that we sometimes discredit immigrant struggles because they're from somewhere else and their mindset's different. And it's like, yes, that is all true, but they did it. And I think what I'm saying is that we can do it, but we have to change the way we moving. They um, did it. Right. Because right. Their parents told them they would fucking pierce right. their soul if they But the thing is, we beating our kids' ass for not taking chicken out. So it's like we have to start. That they should have took out. <laughs> hey, y'all want to hear something funny? Get on my hey, So it was that ain't my meme. chicken. My sister put, posted this meme, meme in the group chat with me and my mother, and it was like, uh, "Why, why did we get in trouble for not taking the chicken out? Why didn't you take it out before you left?" And my mother, she was like, "Okay, I'm triggered." I was like, "Oh my." God. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so funny, young. I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh but my I mean, god. it is facts. But <laughs> I just think, like, yeah. take it out. <laughs> I just think we just gotta, we just gotta change the way that the way that we pour into our children, or the way that we think about. Like, oh yeah, forward. Like we have to, we have cultural changes that, like, like my, not my Asian. Like this isn't stereotypical. Well, it kind of is, but it is what it is. Being in the computer <laughs> science department, there's a lot, there's a lot Wait, of, um, man. there's a substantial amount of Asian people in the computer and math department, and the stories that I hear about them from like a young age. Like Asians get really offended when you just automatically say like, oh, you're good at math because you're Asian. They're like, no bitch, my father had me doing multiplication at six. It's like that type of shit is like so deeply rooted in their culture. <laughs> Right. And their parents Our people educated. had a failed school system. Like, come on now. Come <laughs> on. But no. they, we ain't going to act like they're coming from creme de la creme. They're not coming to America because shit is sweet where they're at. It's it's a mindset. It's like what their goal is. is completely different. Or right. my friend Amber, her uh, brother came to her. And this is a little bit toxic, but it's how they, it's, it's why these numbers are the way that they are, if we're being honest. Came to her and was like, mom, I want to be a photographer. And at like five. And her his, her mother lost her shit. Because these are the options that you have as as a Filipino American child, like so. I don't think that we need to be that extreme per se, but I do think that we need we need to take a little a little look inward and and try to make some changes to get better results yeah. if we want and better you know, results. If we want better part results, is you talk about that seventy percent? Them single mothers are fucking tired, so they like niggas. <laughs> yes, you want to yes. take pictures? Yes. As long as you ain't killing nobody, <laughs> yeah. take fucking pictures. You so right. You right. We gotta you think right. about that. Too. You right. But so, that's a cultural problem. Be- them once again, tired. because <laughs> I'm not putting it all on women though, because low key, it is. It is. Um, and that's another thing too. A lot of this conversation is centered around men, and we're being honest. She was saying black women are on their shit, and men are not keeping up. How are you not keeping up when women are raising the fucking kids? So there's even less excuse there. 
Because mm-hmm. you got women out here doing both. They walking and chewing gum. Don't tell me about how the system is holding you down and you can't you can't do shit when sisters bought a house and she's a single mom. Like we watch single mothers in our community make shit shake, which I also think is a part of the reason why she's getting the shit she's getting for saying she's not dating a bus driver. Because how dare you? Like what? <laughs> like, you know, like how dare you look to a man to be able to provide for you a lifestyle that you can provide for yourself? Because you got these boys that watch their mother do it by themselves. So you know what I mean? So it's like they, they it's almost like they've been like babied or coddled into thinking that like the strength that black women have had to have for so long is like standard. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. So it's like, oh, it's yeah. like I've just... watched <laughs> black men be babies, get their asses white, all that shit. Like them motherfuckers, <sighs> I, I've seen it. I have seen that. I have seen that, but so, like yeah. I, it's so many mm-hmm. fucking circumstances. Like <laughs> it's no way to even. Yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I felt I felt uh, I felt Sister Ebony. Um, it hurt a lot of feelings. It hurt bitch. a lot. Of, I, I felt I felt good, sis. I did feel her. Um, just because it's like, God damn it, we got to do something different to get something different, and what we doing ain't working. We got to figure something out. We got to change. Now that part is very true. <laughs> now maybe now a lot of people had issue with her delivery. That was that was a lot of yeah the problem. Her, she, her delivery yeah. was fucked up. Her delivery was fucked up. But it's like, God damn, we just talked about coddling men. Like y'all wanted to speak softly. Y'all wasn't y'all wasn't delivering nice when y'all was in her fucking uh comment sections eating her ass up about these eggs that's on this clock <laughs> and uh and her, and her marital status. Y'all wasn't kind then. So she came back at y'all niggas. Like, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And y'all want to be, y'all so hard and shit. Why are you in your feelings? Because she's talking about the fact that you dropped, why are you getting emotional now? Hmm? <laughs> I thought y'all was thugs and hard and shit. I don't just Had she said that same interview and said, I won't date a nigga with no swag, this wouldn't even be a conversation. It's because she's talking oh, about niggas being, God. it's because she's talking now, about niggas being broke. So it's like y'all are mad. <laughs> it's like y'all are upset because she called y'all broke. And rather than, than than come to the carpet and say, you know what, I'm gonna step my shit up as a man and try to figure out how to hustle and make more money and finesse, you whine and bitch about the fact that she's calling you out about your job because y'all keep the, and that's all fine and good. You can also do something else and get your money up to the point where you are worthy of dating a lawyer that's worth millions of dollars. I don't know. But <laughs> I had a daddy, so I can't speak for everybody. Um what we got here. I love this conversation though, y'all. Um Kim Zolciak, <laughs> Kim Zolciak is filing for divorce after 11 years of marriage. That's um, unfortunate, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be tardy for that party. <laughs> no. No, that so people are um are 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 in the comments kind of coming up with their theories as to what's going on here, which I'm gonna be honest, I kind of believe they're saying that Kim is getting sued. And basically what they're trying to do, or Kim or Court, one of them are getting sued. I think it's Kim. And they're trying to divorce. So that way, whoever's suing them can only sue one of them and not both of them. That seems like some dirty shit they would do. Is it dirty, I would do that. Is it dirty? They're protecting their white wealth. Yeah, some dirt. (laughs) Mm, Let me be quiet. I'm not going to finish my comment. (laughs) I love the growth. I love the growth. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I wanted my, to say. My, I was clenching my fucking cheeks because I knew some, some wild shit was about to come out your mouth, but you nope. you, you pulled back. Nope. <laughs> <And> they know. <laughs> Y'all know. The old listeners, the old head listeners know where she was going and know mm-hmm. and know how she pulled. So they are predicting that Beyonce's Renaissance World Tour could pull in as much as $2.1 billion. She's a dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's a dirty, stinking bitch. I swear she is. 
Oh, and they already fired somebody, and I think it was Sweden or something for uh <laughs> for leaking something about her tour. Oh shit! I'm not mad. God damn it, I'm not mad. Beyonce, get that money. God damn it, go ahead, Beyonce, get that money. Let me talk about generational wealth. Get <laughs> shit, because guess what? Guess who won't go see that bitch again after this? <laughs> you be always <laughs> talking shit and be right there with me on the phone while I'm. Well, I'm not fucking with you because <laughs> no. <laughs> Because, no, I love you so much. I believe it when I don't see it. <laughs> when Listen, I'm president, you I'm are. Not, all I know is for the money I spent on this fucking ticket, oh, what if I fall in love, though? Damn it. Every, I it's worth I it. And the thing is, is nobody else, and you know I hold on tight to all my pennies, nickels, and quarters, all of it I keep close to me. But this bitch here, she's... It's not like this ain't normal shit she's doing. And it's on top of that, every few years. Yeah, and then she's like forty something. Beyonce like forty two or forty three. This might be her last show. Her knees her ain't gonna be able to do this 20. forever. These motherfuckers. <laughs> this is their prime time, man. Oh my god. So yeah, everybody just, get home from work, gotta get motherfucking chewed out, cuss the hell out, yeah, the fuck up. But yeah, I just. Uh, nah, fuck Beyonce though. But <laughs> I might be there, but I'm out the Grammy and nosebleed. I'll be in there for one fifty <laughs> with my binoculars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So what else we got? Oh, so now this is in the headlines. In addition to, um, <laughs> allegedly Chris Brown and Usher got into a fight. Um, after this came out. Usher followed up with a uh, IG slide video or whatever of um, of his face uh, clearly not having any scratches or bruises, um, which put into question um, whether or not that happened. Um, then another video came out of people arguing in the back, um, and Chris Brown was kind of caught up in the mix of the Lovers and Friends Festival. Um, Chris Brown jumped on the comment section to say, y'all geeked all weekend. Y'all dragging it now. It was mad people backstage and security was trying to clear everyone off stage. People started pushing back. I intervened to let them know my child was back there so y'all can keep your narrative. Um, I feel like there's a lot of smoke here. Um, I feel like there's a lot of smoke here. I don't know if there's like a uh, uh, a bed, uh, a Bath and Body Works uh, kind of candle gleam that's causing the smoke or if it's a full bonfire, but something <laughs> happened between Chris Brown and Usher. What that something is, I don't know. And neither one of them are speaking, which I love when celebrities force us to mind our goddamn business because this is how it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're being honest, this is probably only happening because of Usher, because one thing you don't see is Usher's name getting smeared through the mud unless it was getting smeared in some pussy. That's the only time you hear Usher's name in the headlines, unless he was fucking somebody that wasn't his wife. Um, or baby and having herpes like isn't that a standing thing i mean it is a standing thing but people act like they forgot and honestly who cares i mean i ain't never forget that's all i think about when i hear his name he knows somebody (laughs) that like it i mean shit he's married married. he seems to be happy low-key i mean maybe that's what he needed to like keep his dick in his pants because that nigga like cheated he cheated on like uh the uh, i remember the 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 media what was his first his, his first wife's name yeah. Oh, the woman? Tamika. Tamika Foster. There we go. Tamika Foster. I remember the media made her look like a bad person, um, which I don't know if she was or wasn't. Um, oh, you know what? Yeah, she was kind of a shit person. Because I remember that her child died, and they were like, maybe we should hold off 
on these divorce proceedings um, until like that kind of settles because it's a lot. You just lost a child. And she was just basically like, no, let's still go to court. I'm like, damn, bitch. Like, God damn. Right. Like, <laughs> like, I know we're supposed to secure the bag, but relax. Like, shit. Like, that's what's more important. Yeah, that was some wild shit. I remember when that happened. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I'm sure something happened. But maybe this know. is um this feels like an inverse uh boy who cried wolf, where like the boy cried wolf multiple times and the wolf was there every time. And then one time he called it and the wolf wasn't there. And I'm likening this to Chris Brown being horrible over and over again. And he actually is horrible. And then maybe this one time, you know, it was a, a Chris Brown lookalike who swung at an Usher lookalike. I don't know. But, um, you know, there's a, life is full of mysteries. I'll just say that. <laughs> Anything can happen or not happen, I guess. Or not happen. <laughs> or we just Life don't know what happened. the mysteries. I love that. <laughs> um, so Chanel Iman is now pregnant um, with Devon Godchucks. Godchuck? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Another another NFL uh, football player. Um, so basically, she got divorced from one nigga who she had two babies by, who she was married to, um, and got married to another man and got pregnant by him. Uh, so this is starting the whole conversation of like how wrong or right this is. I think that this is all bullshit. I think y'all don't do this shit to men. Um, these rappers have baby mamas lining up at the back door mm-hmm. by the dozen, and it's not an issue um, because she decided to throw that ass back for a nigga who could protect and uh, who could provide and protect <laughs> um, on multiple occasions. Um, y'all are mad. I mean, she's playing the game. She fine mm-hmm. and a fine woman. A fine woman fucking a broke nigga is a dumb woman to me, and she's just not dumb. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing for. Her. Hopefully, they have a, a safe and healthy pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of niggas doing trash shit, so Neo uh, reportedly files motion to establish paternity of the two youngest children he welcomed with another woman during his marriage. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's that on that. Um, the wow. lady. The woman apparently posted a DNA test um, that said, I, I, that's not that's not what's tea. But if everyone <laughs> keeps trying to tell my story, I'm going to give the epic story time that you've ever heard. Um, I don't know why y'all niggas just don't like just why can't y'all just fuck your wives? Like, what's so controversial about that? Like, why is that so hard? Like, God, y'all be in these Instagram bitches DMs and she don't even she looks like. You know how those like porn stars look where it's like everything looks fake, like aggressively yeah. fake, like painfully fake, like the lips look like they're about to explode. The titties look yeah. like they're holding I hate on. That. Yeah. She has like that look. And it's like, damn, like y'all like I'm expecting for like Eva Marcel to be in the slide. And it's like this. Mm-hmm. Like, God damn, at least if you're going to cheat, like. Let it be a shot at your wife's self-esteem or something. You fucking goddamn plastic Barbie. Like, I don't. I don't right. I don't yeah. understand any of it. Um, what we got, Brian McKnight. So Brian McKnight has responded adjacent to the allegations about him being a shit daddy. Oh um, shit! So he posted a picture and says, "Not sure how these posts that have been sitting here this whole time were left out of the false narrative that is trending." Abandonment question mark. There's always more to every story. Stay tuned. Um, and posted <laughs> pictures from 2015 and shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is a picture from January 1st, 2015. 
I'm like, sir, that is what not- a mic drop. Wow, <laughs> go you, Brian. You you told us. Wow, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> if setting that half a straight was a person, oh. <laughs> So uh, the baby mm-hmm. went on uh, LeBron James' show, The Shop. Um, he admitted that he dealt with the things um, uh, relating to those homophobic comments he made in 2021. Bad. He could have done a better job. Um, now, normally, I feel like I give celebrities some grace when it comes to public apologies because, like, like they're people, and it's 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 kind of like, damn, like they did a thing. Depending on what that thing is. Uh, but the problem with the baby is like after he said that shit for like two months, I remember this nigga being like, like, yeah, I said it. Like he put his chest into it. And so mm-hmm. the white people started taking his money away. Then it was like, then that now that that's a nigga that backtracked. He backpedaled down the, the up the hill. Like he rewinded, like he pulled all that shit back. Um, and he's probably still seen um still seen uh, a, a hit to his bag because of that shit. Cause he done pissed off the whites, and one thing you don't want to do is is pissed off the whites when they run the world. Um, so yeah, I don't feel bad for his ass. Um, I ain't got nothing for him. I mean, you asked for your Amazon package to be delivered, and two days later, prom is at your front door. Um, I it's wilder to me to be, I think, in our generation and like in the twenty twenties and. To say something like that, I'm like, I'm still gonna look at you crazy, but if you're like a Civil War veteran, um, having some sort of <laughs> racial, you know, pronouncement, I'm like, okay, well, you can still choke, but like, I mean, your dad was born in the 1800s, so what are we really gonna do? Um, but at least, I'm like, at least have the, if you're homophobic or racist or whatever, and our age ish, at least have the common sense to not talk about it out loud or outside of your little you know, secret uh, group chats and, mm-hmm. you know, online websites or whatever. Um, so to me, you're just very stupid. That's the main <laughs> thing. Um, and I I can't really support stupidity um, on top of bigotry. So that's kind of a fatal uh, one-two punch, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is another um, one of those cultural issues we have got to work on. Um, homophobia shouldn't be uh, kicking up its feet and crossing its legs in the community the way it does. But here we are. Uh, but I guess he found out today. Someone- Someone said that um someone said that black men would dominate gymnastics if we weren't homophobic. And I think about that every Oh every yeah, they really week. would. Oh my god. It would be it would be over. It'd be over. Yeah. They would hate us even more. They'd be talking oh about gosh. them like they do Serena. I'm like if we if we somehow find a Simon Biles um in the midst of all of this and like you just have to put on a leotard, work through it, hit your double back, whatever it is, it ain't no it worse be than lights out. football uniforms. Them motherfuckers tight as a drum. But it's it's the it's yeah, the, but they get they get to attack each other. Yeah, it's the cultural significance. Football even Ma- sports. Ma- they... <laughs> like even sports like, sports football, that black you get people to give each other. <laughs> no, go ahead and say. It. I, I was gonna say football. You at least get to give each other like traumatic brain injuries, like very masculine, <laughs> very you know he man. But gymnastics, and you're up on your little riding a pommel horse. Absolutely not. Go to church. Okay, <laughs> sure. <y'all. laughs> 
it's a cultural th- it's a cultural thing like it's like the moment we see people like they've done psychological studies on this type of shit the moment that bl- any people of any race see themselves doing something they're more likely to get involved in whatever that thing is so like yeah we we play we play football and basketball well a because those are the things that are available to us in the communities that we oftentimes grow up in but also because that's what we do as a people like we see ourselves do that so we do that if that makes sense so yeah if we if, if you got 10 or 12 niggas doing backflips and somersaults and shit, collecting million-dollar Nike checks. That's all it'll take. That's all it'll take for niggas to start putting on them leotards and doing cartwheels. That is all it'll yeah. take. But somebody's yeah. got, someone's got to be the, uh, someone's got to be the leader of the brigade. So, let's pray they come. Um, Blueface and Krishan still going back and forth. Um, Krishan is basically talking about how this pregnancy was planned, but now she don't see a future with him anymore. Um, she posted this long caption says, sheesh, 20 weeks already. But when I seen the face of what was growing inside of me, I had to pray the fear away from being a mommy. I'm currently documenting oh this. I'm currently documenting this with Zeus Network and it's super overwhelming because this pregnancy was planned, but now he don't see a future with me anymore. We both done things to each other that we lost trust. So I left with option. I So I left with option aborting, I was hold on. I'm trying to make my way through this, guys. I'm sorry. Just keep going. Aborting. I was surprised. We'll figure it out. I was surprised. I'm that far along that it's not turning back from being a oh, mommy. So I basically, she's too, in, yeah, she's too, too far, far along, along to get an abortion. I fell in love when I saw the face and heard the heartbeat, the bad thoughts. Like I don't. I don't want to be rock anymore. I don't want to be famous. I fucked up. I should have stayed in school, but I had separate. Aww. I had to separate my heartbreak from the biggest thing that I prayed for in the beginning. I'm gonna. I'm gonna move out of fear. I'm okay with moving. Won't stop me from making money, learning, developing more love and time for my child. I don't need a dollar from anyone to be here for this child. I'm blessed and highly, highly favored. So there's no periods here. So that's why I keep. That's I the only thing that matters right now. I can't wait to show my journey through the ups and downs and this experience through it all. I'm gonna win. I hope this is true. I hope, you hope she's pregnant. True. You hope she's pregnant. No, I hope that she really has made this turn to be like a good mom and that but I just I guess the baby I know here it's now. not true but I want it to be true <laughs> is it not true I I have no reason to think it isn't or should I so um, you probably haven't been following that her and her baby father get into like constant like the the constant being on drugs in public the fighting getting locked up um I don't know how easy that is to let go of. Oh God. Because it's a mindset. It's a mindset. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully that baby that she looks at that baby and she really did make this this change. I mean, it's it's some big shit talking. I hope it's I hope it's I hope it's facts. I I do too, but I just don't believe it's going to be a thing. I just don't have faith. Yeah, we're going to see her dropping the baby off, doing live, <laughs> trying to drop the baby off, and maybe leaving them outside and shit. Like, she, if she keeps fucking with him, it's going to, that's what it's going to be. Like, mm. it, that's what it's going to be. Cause he's not going to, he already publicly denounced the fucking baby, which is so fucked up. 
Uh, but I mean, so, oh shit, yeah, I just I don't see nothing good coming. Thoughts and prayers <laughs> for them over theirs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the brat and her wife are in the headlines now. Um, they, they were, are so thirsty. So I love them. So I do. Th- they shared that they have chosen white sperm. Um, they said that. So I guess when you choose sperm. You have to go through like genetic <laughs> testing and like, like there's like credentials, right? Like you have to look at like mm-hmm. the donor's credentials. And the only one that the there was only one black donor that apparently made the cut. And in DeBrat's words, um, he looked like Jiminy Cricket. And they didn't want a baby that looked like Jiminy Cricket. So I guess they found them an attractive white man who had all of the things and all of the genetic purity that they needed to conceive or that they wanted to conceive. And they're getting um some backlash about this because then it starts a whole conversation about colorism or the fetishization of uh, lighter skinned babies. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> First of all, you get on my nerves because how you withhold your reaction be taking me the fuck out. <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah, so that's See, the whole thing. That's, that's that initial, that Gemini, it'd be, I'd be trying to, yeah. See, Again, why are we? But Jimmy why? Cricket do look like he was a black man, though. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Why? Why offer this information unprovoked? Like, did someone right. ask Thirst. them? Hey, Thirst. did you choose a white right. donor? Like, there's right. no reason to Thirst even same. do all that. And I'm curious, what do you mean? Um, what genetic testing went into this? Because in my mind, you're telling me that there was no non-white sperm that would have given you a healthy, happy baby. Like that doesn't even sound right to so me. I so it so sounds I like don't... you were aiming for a curl pattern <laughs> and eye color. I don't know. Something's not that mm-hmm. yeah, that's genetic testing. Okay, Adolf. Like that's not how that's the something's that not, is a whole not a catalog. geneticist, but it's please be serious. Tell me what what uh like um what uh 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 what runs through their family? Did they go to college? Mental health history. Blah, 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 yeah, all, exactly. all that stuff. Yeah. Right. And see, I don't know. Only... I don't hmm. know. I've heard, but, see, but there were, there were, <laughs> taking me out. but there were, there were people in the comment section who were saying that they've known people to go through this and that apparently there isn't a lot of black donors. I don't know how true that is. I've never like obviously done that. So I don't know. Um, but I mean, if they only had one black donor, and I guess the nigga was ugly, I, I guess I don't know. I don't know what to do with this, Abby. How do you feel? <laughs> I said they lions. They they're thirsty. Like they're nobody thirsty. asked. Like Saint said, who asked? Yeah. Who asked? Oh, I Why is this a headline? I, I saw it. I didn't even read it because I don't care. Because <laughs> okay, bitch, you just want to come out and say you're gay. We've been known that. I've known that my whole life. Like, that's not news. Then you want to come out, okay, Brett and Judy. I, that show is so fucking annoying. Have you watched then, it? Then, for 10 minutes, like, I couldn't, I can't, they get on my nerves. Oh. Um. Then, oh, our baby don't, look, come on, come on. You get in the headlines. Stay on your little show. Talk about that shit on your show. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I agree with everything that you said. Because it is, 
It is a lot of it is a lot of things that she does. I think I'm just happy for her in this moment because I didn't realize that Brat was as old as she is. And like I'm happy that she like got love and got a baby. I just said I know her my whole life. The bitch is old. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it slipped away from me. I just didn't realize that she was up there Not like that. It slipped away from me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome black people. She slipped away from me. Slipped my mind. Uh, no, but yeah, I just yeah. I think, yeah, because she didn't have to tell us that. That really wasn't our business. No one asked. Um, came out of nowhere. You could have just had a light-skinned baby and, like, niggas would have just been like, okay. Like, light-skinned people are not exotic species, but you or, just had or, to put or, it out there. I'm like, the way uh, genetics are set up, you could have had a baby and it came out looking like a young Barack Obama and we would have had no idea. Right, um, it was right, a child. right, so, like, really, right, there right, was, there was, right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have said boo until, oh, well, yes, um... The child is blonde and blue-eyed. And I mean, you do the math. I don't need to tell you anything. And even then, some black people have light hair and light Like, mind your business. Mind <laughs> your business. That's the real bottom line. My gosh. No, I completely agree. And you know what? Loki saying, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think this probably was a situation off some colorism shit. Because why are you almost like seemingly gloating about the fact that you are carrying a white man's child? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't have to say that. Like, that wasn't a topic of conversation. So they oh, probably yeah. were some me awesome... a little light skin, baby. Yeah, yeah. Like, you didn't have to say that. Like, they just can't wait for a, a nigga with a green eye to come out the pussy. Like, it, that you're right. Because they didn't have to tell us that. And why would you tell us that? And you know what? They, it's probably some deep buried shit that they didn't even catch themselves. Go to therapy. Probably, I'm uh, sure Brad. they didn't think about it for a second. I hope it is a mocha choca latte yaya baby <laughs> that comes out with some <laughs> beautiful 4C hair. Um, you know, a nice Hershey complexion, a beautiful child, a beautiful, happy, healthy child. That's my yes. true wish for them. Oh, so um, social media is dragging a Howard Stern um, because he made comments on his television show, um, basically saying that, you know, when he's courtside, um, people don't stop and say hello to him because he's white. They go by me and, you know, they um, they go say hi to everybody else. And, you know, they want to say hello to Chris Rock and say hello to Eddie Murphy. And they walk by me. They don't pay me any attention. And um, then that followed with a bunch of clips of Howard Stern doing blackface back in the day. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I could smell racism on Howard Stern's uh, uh, existence, but, like, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have known that nigga hated niggas un until, you know, until this happened. Um, Again, uh-uh. Known he was racist my whole life. Come on. <laughs> Again, Come on. Uh -uh. Everybody knows Howard Stern is racist. <laughs> like, that's common knowledge. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Again. <laughs> I'm just saying, like this stuff, like was was were things slow or what? Because <laughs> why, is why is this news? We knew this man was racist. Um, now you do what Mel Gibson? Oh man, I forgot he was racist. Mark Wahlberg? Oh man, I forgot he was racist. You know, but yeah, how was yeah. I didn't forget. I didn't. I did not forget either of them were racist. I did forget uh, Mel Gibson. I I didn't really? know about Mark Wahlberg, but now that I know, I won't forget. But Mel Gibson, I forget. Mel Gibson was that was like an iconic moment. Oh yeah, that in, was a moment. Like, horrific yeah. racism uh what 2000s history yeah. like oh yeah and, oh yeah. and you know he bounced back he's fine but um all i, I can think about in my head 
the movie Patriot. That's what I remember him by. And uh, well, of course he would be racist during that time, but <laughs> I just don't. It doesn't. It don't hit for me. <laughs> like the great irony of being wildly anti-Semitic and then putting together Passion of the Christ, um, portraying <laughs> Jesus, who I know many forget was Jewish. Um, you know what a what a full turnaround, what a fascinating <laughs> psychological <laughs> minefield to work through. So um, this is the segment of the show that we call "What Y'all Niggas Want." Um, this is where you guys write in. Um, you know, send us your thoughts. If you have an opinion on anything that we've said or any of the shows that we cover, um, you know, speak now or forever hold your peace. So this is, I'm excited about this because somebody has a Brian McKnight encounter that they want to tell us about. Oh boy. So, hi, uh, DM. Wait, is, 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 this, is this one of his children? No, no, oh God, okay. I hope not. Just checking, just checking, just checking. <laughs> hi, DM and being saint. Uh, so recently I saw y'all in the shade room comments and upon DM suggestion, um, writing in to share my account and add additional proof of why Brian McKnight has been trash. About 11 years ago, I went to North Carolina State Farm, a uh, state fair with my mom, um, where BM performed. So Brian McKnight as well. Okay. I thought I, me being a nigga, I'm thinking baby mama, Brian McKnight performed. Tickets, <laughs> were, not, <laughs> tickets were not free, but they weren't, they weren't expensive either. Um, we arrive and sit towards the back of the venue where his merch table is going to be set up. Um, the MC said several times that Brian McKnight would sign your programs or whatever you had by the end of the show. I'm like, cool, I'm at the back, so I don't want to have to wait behind too many people. Um, the MC makes the statement several times throughout the show, and one more time after Brian McKnight finishes performing. I go to the front of the line, excited to have Brian McKnight sign my program after waiting a while for him to arrive to the after show. Um, when I get there, someone on his team tells us that we have to buy a CD for him to sign it. Huh? First of all, that's not what the MC has been saying. Plus, it's 2012. Who in the entire hell is still buying CDs <laughs> when I can stream that bitch on Spotify? Um, and where's your CD reader if I wanted to buy a CD? Because baby, that is a cash. This is a cashless society. Um, oh, your card reader. I'm sorry. Uh, so here I am bringing up my valid points, and Brian McKnight hears me and proceeds to ignore me. He kept right on pretending to have a conversation with the person sitting next to him, even though I tried to ask him for an exception. I left defeated and without a CD. Obviously, ain't been a Brian McKnight fan since. Even when I got married. I told my husband absolutely no Brian McKnight songs, not to walk down the aisle, not for our first dance, not for <laughs> not our outro. <laughs> He's heard this story several times and knows damn well we beefing. If Brian McKnight <laughs> would have handled that situation differently, <laughs> if Brian McKnight would have handled that situation differently, he would have had a fan for life. But since he didn't, he definitely doesn't have one in me. But if this man doesn't treat his biological children well, of course he'll be trashed to his fans. I believe the adult children. And while I do agree with protecting one's peace, it's not okay to antagonize his children by seemingly pinning them against one another by referring to the favorite daughter as though she is the his only daughter. That man is trash, and I stand on that. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Love you guys. Odie. Uh -huh. <laughs> Damn. Well, that's that's it's <laughs> clearer than that. Doesn't love his children. He's not about to ride for y'all. You're right. Now we have irrefutable proof about um, him yeah. being a goblin. Now we know. Now we know. Yeah. <laughs> the more you know, <laughs> it's the science. 
So we have another write in from Fendika said, "What's up, y'all? It's Fendika, hey, and I just want to so I just want to say y'all need to stop it. Y'all be happy when y'all only got one show to talk about, or y'all quick to cut off a show. <laughs> Don't y'all know we love when y'all talk about several shows and when y'all record long episodes? I wish I would have did ninety day fiance the other way because that should be having me cracking up, and I feel like only one couple would make it and would have loved to hear y'all go in on them. Y'all trying to break up with us listeners because the summer's is coming." As far as love and lo- <laughs> love after lockup, I love that Lindsay's relationship isn't going well. Uh, that's what happens when you're trying to play these men for money. She dumb because I feel like she could, she should have stayed with Deontay. At least he wasn't retired retired meth head. Derek ain't shit and Monique is stupid, but that's her man and she gonna stand beside him. <laughs> I hope when Eris oh, had shit. that baby, Cameron does right and really helps out. But I'm not getting that vibe. Justine and Michael. Justine and Michael was corny. I hope they don't come back unless he cheat on her and leave her to be a single mom again. <laughs> Y'all are trifling. I don't, say, I don't know. He seemed like he worshipped her. So I don't know. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor should have been on uh, birth control. You got three kids already shaking my head. The fact that these girls get pregnant right after these men get out before really getting to know these guys is pure stupidity. I felt bad for Brittany, but that's why I feel like you get to know you get to know that nigga for like five years before you pop them kids out. You probably would have figured out he was a cheating ass nigga, and I do feel like that threesome fucked everything up. Yeah, five years I think is a long time, but I could definitely <laughs> say like two. I I definitely say two, and, and and a ring if you popping out babies. But See, um, okay, this is where DM's gonna uh, contradict himself. Everyone's situation is different. Some people. I think some people be waiting to a certain age to get the ball rolling on shit and that biological clock will stop ticking and they'll start like expedited shipping. Like that that woman, Abby K. Williams, on this, uh, that, that, that interview we just talked about, guarantee you she wants a baby and she ain't found a nigga yet. If she don't get one of these niggas to just bust a nut up in that thing and, and she don't be waiting for marriage and all that shit. If you, if you getting up there in age and you really, really must have children... Had that goddamn baby. Ain't nobody waiting for marriage and the white picket fence and all that other shit. Like, if anything, take your ass down to the sperm clinic like uh, the brat and his wife, her wife did. Ain't nobody yeah, but based on, on the statistics, you're going to be alone. So choose them wisely, okay? <laughs> Try to beat the odds. <laughs> Do the best you can to not be a statistic. Man, what? Oh. But, um, yeah, ain't nobody trying to break up with y'all, but niggas be having shit to do i love y'all to death it's been like fucking seven years give me a fucking break okay (laughs) every other fucking week we show the fuck up and we show the fuck out so don't do that to us we still here yes we like one show i love one show i'm the ring leader of the one show gang um, <laughs> we're gonna do Atlanta next week. I was thinking about adding another show, but then I said I'm not gonna say shit. We about to do one show. We about to rock. <laughs> we gonna be on one show. Fucking listen, we got two men on here that can hold a conversation, and oh, we don't got time. One show. <laughs> shit. The one show brigade. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Leading no, us into the fight unapologetically. I mean, I love y'all. Don't do that. But shit, I love a short episode. I love it. <laughs> and we can never get it. 
Y'all we can have a get... at least an hour and a half. Like, come on, man. It'd be so funny. I think I posted like last week's episode. Somebody was like, come through to our episode. <laughs> See what oh I'm my saying? gosh. See what no. I'm saying? <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> I'm fighting for my motherfucking life. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's like, oh, nah. We... But, um, oh, my God. Don't do that, us. Don't do that. Yeah, I got kids now, y'all. It ain't the same. Uh, <laughs> it ain't the same. Shout that out to fam- shout out school. Shout out to the village that it takes family and shit. <laughs> shout out to Fuck. shout out to the village that it takes to raise a child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but this is the nigga fuck you a nigga fuck yes segment. Um, this is where we give a nigga fuck you or a nigga fuck yes to whoever we feel deserves it. Um, y'all know who mine goes to. Oh, but. <laughs> 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 oh well mine goes to mama abby um she blew me today because she doesn't put respect on niggas time blowing up somebody's phone like there's an emergency and these there's no fucking emergency in sight and y'all gotta stop doing that shit and i told her about that shit don't call me on rage when it's nothing <laughs> like stop <laughs> the fuck that's some bullshit because she know that you're gonna be there so she had to find out what it was Whatever. <laughs> Fuck. Come on, man. Man, oh, I was so mad. Mm. <laughs> I was full of so much rage. Yo, like for real though. Oh, I was so God. fucking mad. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I got a shit. My nigga fuck yes goes to chat GP uh chat PT or whatever the fuck it is. Apparently GPT. They, GPT, there we go. The the thing taking software engineers jobs, that one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and writers and yeah, writers yeah the the thing that's got uh the software engineering community shaking in their motherfucking boots <laughs> apparently they uh they tested it out you can pick stocks with that motherfucker they tired of huh. giving y'all all that damn money you damn right they coming up yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna always have a job because machines are not reliable so you, right. don't worry Oh, they control stock movements with algorithms. Oh, so people are saying the chat GPT uh, controls uh, stocks with algorithms. I don't know how true this is, but I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna test it out. See what you see. What, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read into this. See what's going on over there. Because mm-hmm. that's that's shit. That's that's gonna fuck niggas up right there. I wonder what algorithms they would use to like calculate the likelihood of like a stock to increase. But yeah, um, that's my nigga. Fuck yes. Say what you got. What was I just thinking of? And it was, oh, I was like, it wasn't something good. Um, this is um, for all of the insects that are reemerging from the bowels of hell, um, just because it's finally nice outside. You stay in your lane and I'll stay in mine. I saw two very small spiders in my bedroom um, yesterday and I almost burned this entire house to the ground. Um, I am in no mood to see any creepy crawlers. I don't know why you would want to be in a house. Go outside with nature where you belong. Um, I I just, I, I'm my skin's already crawling. I'm very excited to be you know running the streets once more but the cost is these gargantuan creatures um that are you know slowly inching their way from hades to try to ruin my life it's not as bad as the cicadas but um you know 
something is uh, still something, and I'm gonna probably throw up the next time I see one. So yeah, very happy for spring, but um, you know, trying to psychologically prepare myself for the horrors that lay ahead of us. Yeah, uh, I can't stand. <laughs> my God. Oh my goodness. Well, that's it for this episode of Triple T. We'll see you niggas next week. Holla. Bye. Bye.